Now let's turn to Revelation chapter 16. This is right in the midst of speaking about the Antichrist and the, the, the beast. But you look right in the middle in verse 15. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and keeps his clothes. So that he will not walk and about naked, and men will not see his shame. Behold, I'm coming like a thief. Are you awake? Are you clothed? Then this is good news. Then in chapter 19, verse 6, through verse 9, Then I heard something like the voice of a great multitude, and like the sound of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, saying, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad, and give the glory to Him. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. And it was given to her to clothe herself in fine linen, bright and clean. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Woman,要欢喜快乐,将荣耀归给他,因为高阳,昆曲的时候到了,亲父也自己准备好了。we can only think how encouraged our, our brother John's heart was when he heard that the marriage feast of the Lamb is ready. And then in Revelation chapter 20, verses 4 through 6, now are you seeing the gospel in this? And I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus, and because of the word of God. And those who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received the mark on their forehead and on their hand. And they came to life, and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were completed. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who has a part in the first resurrection. Over these the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. <coughs> 
And then finally in chapter 22, we begin in verse 6, and we hear how this gospel in Revelation ends. Verse 6, And he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show to his bondservants the things which must soon take place. And behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who heeds the words of the prophecy of this book. 第二十二章第六第七节 and then verse 10 and he said to me do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book for the time is near let the one who does wrong still do wrong and the one who is filthy still be filthy let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness and the one who is holy still keep himself holy behold I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. 第十到第十三节，他又对我说：“不可疯了这书上的预言，因为日期近了，不易的，叫他仍旧不易，不会的，叫他仍旧无悔，圣洁的叫他仍旧圣洁，看哪我必快来，赏罚。” now in a few weeks we'll be gathering and concentrating in Revelation chapter 3 because we are living in the Laodicean period of the church and there are special problems with the church in that age and we pray that everyone will be encouraged as we're together in those days because the words that our Lord speaks directly to us from Revelation are very important for us to hear by the Spirit of God. But today I want us to hear the good news in the book of Revelation. 
You know, this book, uh, I had a professor in seminary when I went to school. And he wrote a commentary on the book of Revelation. Now, as I read his commentary, I'm not so sure of his interpretation. But I like the title he gave to his commentary. He called the commentary on Revelation Worthy is the Lamb. Now that's it. The book of Revelation is a book of praise and worship. Now for many Christians it seems to be scary there's many things and many judgments that are offered. But I hope you have seen through to the great revelations of Jesus Christ we find in the book. There's three primary revelations of Jesus. In those first three chapters, we see him as our great high priest looking and, and, and standing in the church during these days, uh, interceding for her. And then in Revelation chapter 5, the great revelation of the Lamb of God in the throne holding the scroll of our destiny in his hands. And the third great revelation at the end, Jesus, the judge, the warrior, and the king. Now, when the uh, book was given to John, and when the Lord Jesus is seen, it causes us to worship. You know, there are actually seven songs of worship in the book of Revelation. The one we were singing this morning from Revelation chapter 5. There's another one in chapter 7. Another in chapter 11. Another in chapter 12. Another in chapter 15. And then again 16. And then 19. Worship breaks out. We, we read these verses in chapter 19 that say, Hallelujah! You know, actually, in the New Testament, this is the first time the word hallelujah is used in chapter 19. All of the angels and creatures in heaven are saying hallelujah. What does the book of Revelation show us? The Lord God Almighty reigns. It says, it says, let us rejoice and be glad. For the marriage of the Lamb has come. And the bride, that's us, has finally made herself ready. The bride's always late. 
这个心腹总是长，但是他现在已经准备好了。Let's rejoice. 但我们能够喜乐。It's like the waiting husband who says, "Hallelujah, my wife is finally ready for the wedding." 就像新郎终于等到他的这个新新娘终于就准备好了。The book is full of worship. 这这卷书是充满了敬拜。It's awesome worship. 这是非常好的敬拜。Our God is full of grace. 我们的主是充满着恩典。But He is a mighty God. 但是他是个全能的。He is to be loved. But he is also to be feared. But when we see that, we see the true and living God. We see the true and living God. He is shown to us in Jesus. It should cause us to worship. Now, when is the last time you read the Book of Revelation? You avoid it. Some people avoid Leviticus. Daniel and Revelation. Daniel, Daniel, and Revelation. It's all too difficult. Because we are living in the hours of the Book of Revelation. And Jesus is shown to us as absolutely controlling. History from here on out. That Jesus 就让我们看到他掌管的历史是从现在开始。Because when he rose from the grave and he sat at the right hand of God the Father. 那他从死里复活，他必须坐在呃神的右边的时候。The scrolls of history and destiny were placed in his hands, and he is now unfolding the scrolls, and history is now. In the hands of the Lamb. These history and books are placed in his hands. He is now opening these books. Now, all the history and books are being opened. Now, everything is in his hands. We know that Christians will go through some difficult times. We know that Christians will go through some difficult times. We know that Christians will go through some difficult times. We know that Christians will go through some difficult times. We know that Christians will go through some difficult times. We know that Christians will go through some difficult times. We know that Christians will go through some difficult times. We know that Christians will go through some difficult times. We know that Christians will go through I'll mention a few. I don't think we can do all of them. Anyway, here we go. What is the good news in the book of Revelation? Number one, our Lord says over and over again, Behold, I am coming quickly. Behold, I am coming. The word "behold" means look. 看哪的意思就是叫你看。I am coming. 看哪，我马上就来了。The second thing I'd like us to see. 那第二点我们所要读。It's good news. 就是也是好消息。The enemy. 这个仇敌。And every adversary will be finally and forever defeated. 那所有的仇敌终于会被打败。So we read in chapter twenty in verse ten. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are also, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. 那这个呃这个魔鬼被扔在硫磺的火湖里面，就是兽和假先知所在的地方，他们必昼夜受痛苦，直到永永远远。Now that's good news. 这是好消息。Number three. 第三点。When Jesus comes. 当耶稣来的时候。He's bringing his rewards with him. 他会带领，并且带领他的奖赏。It says in Revelation 22:12, "Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me." 那第二十二章第十二节也讲得很清楚，看了我必快来赏罚赏罚在我，我照个人的所行的报应他们。Now I know some of you travel back to China。那我相信有在座的许多弟兄姐妹会
And I think your relatives in China love for you to come back because you always bring presents. Maybe your relatives say, no, no, I don't want to watch. I, I want a big TV. But you go back with presents. Our king is coming back. His rewards are with him. Now there's many Christians self-conscious about rewards. No, 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 I don't want any reward. But if you are a servant of God, you are looking for a reward. This is a great motivation for us. And number four, we see in the book of Revelation our great calling as kings and priests in the millennium kingdom. When you were born again, there was a destiny marked upon your life. We are kings and priests unto our God. And in the millennium kingdom, those who overcome will enjoy fulfilling their destiny as a son and a servant of the living God. So we read in chapter 20 and verse 6. Blessed and holy is the one who has a part in the first resurrection. Over these the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. Alright, now first of all, I'm calling the book of Revelation our gospel. Because if we read it and understand it, we know that we're living in a most exciting time. These are the last days. Well, we know the devil's at work. But I think you know the Lord is more at work. The Bible says where grace abounds, uh, where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Now in these last days we know that there's sin all about us. But in these days the saints are waiting for the Lord's return. This coming back of the Lord has been the motivation of his servants down through the centuries. Many Christian martyrs, as they were dying, like our, our, the martyr Stephen, they saw Jesus receiving them. He was so near. <laughs> you know the wonderful stories uh, of our sister Margaret Barber. And her heart cry was always to see the Lord coming back. She would hope as she turned the corner of a street that Jesus would be there. 
Now nobody knows the day or the hour. And now it's been 2,000 years. But the servants of God have a special gift. They have the blessed hope within. They're looking to rapture. Now we know, if we look in the book of Revelation, that the foundations of society are, will be falling apart. There will be corruption in nations and among kingdoms and in our schools and in our families, a breakdown. 那在我们的社会里面有许多的问题，会有许多的腐败。那我们在家庭里面也会有许多的问题。But for us, the servants of the Lord，但是对我们来说，我们是做神的仆人。The Bible says, when you see these things, look up, for your redemption draws near。当圣经说提到你看到这些事情的时候，你要往上看，愿你的救赎的日子近。We see right now in the United States，我们在美国也看到这些迹象。People are anxious, people are fearful. Hearts are failing them. Governments are in trouble. Problem with the morality and with leadership and all such things. But because of the book of Revelation, we know that these are signs that the end is near. And we should not be uh, surprised. By these things. And when we think about it, as difficult as things are around the world, the Lord has been so merciful to us, hasn't He? He's made a way for us. You know, we may be on the threshold or even in the beginning moments of the tribulation. And yet the Lord has been very merciful to us. So that we might be his diligent servants to the end. I receive a blessing every year at the youth conference during the Easter weekend. Now the world around me in Manhattan is getting worse and worse. But every year I get to see the young people and they're getting better and better. Our youth weekend this weekend was so precious. They not only love the Lord, but they know the Lord. Now the Lord is being gracious to us at the end. Keeping our children in Himself. Now we know that there's many signs. We've read them in the Gospels. Signs that the Lord is coming soon. But there's something even more important than signs. For example, we know that the nation of Israel is a major sign for us. According to the Gospels, it says when Israel becomes awake, we know that He is near, even in the door. 
There's many signs we could talk about. But the one thing we know is that everything has been fulfilled which is necessary before the rapture. The rapture could come at any moment. Now, so we have signs. And the Lord spoke to his disciples and gave them some signs. They are the signs of the times. They are a clue to us, a motivation to us that the Lord is coming soon. People will be snatched up. He is coming in the clouds. He is coming like a thief. We hear all of these things. But more than that, in the book of Revelation, we see a special reality. Now, the book of Revelation is written to his bond servant. Now we pray that all Christians are his bondservants. That is, that you're not only saved, but that you joyfully serve your God. And we see at the very beginning of the book that it's written specifically to his bondservants. So they might know the things which will surely come to pass. But the most wonderful thing about it is that a bond servant has an ear. And he can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Although there's a lot of noise going on all about us. Now the servant of the Lord has to have their heart tuned to hear what the Spirit says to the church. And the book of Revelation, in a unique way, says to us directly, I am the Lord, and I am coming quickly. Now it's not just a Bible verse. For those who have an ear to hear, it's the Lord himself speaking to us. We have to get past the cloud of our knowledge. And we need to hear his voice. The book of Revelation, 15 times, Jesus says, I am coming. Now the book of Revelation gives us the background. This is why it's such a wonderful book. In the Gospels, we see signs of the Lord's coming. But in the book of Revelation, we hear the Lord Himself say, I am coming. And the book of Revelation gives us the heavenly working out of how His coming will come about. As it were, the timetable of his opening the scrolls is laid out before us. 
时段。So we're not only here on earth looking at signs. 那我们不仅是在地上，我们看到这些的兆头。But we're allowed to see signs in heaven. 我们在天上能够看到有一些的兆头。All of this to cause us to hear the Lord say in our hearts, "I am coming." 都让我们能够听到说，我们的主的声音说，我必快来。Fifteen times. 十五次。Now the Lord is emphasizing this. 那我们的主是。It's not something that should be missed. This is that we we don't overlook this. There's many Christians who who are not alive to his coming again. There are many Christians who are not alive to his coming again. There are many Christians who are not alive to his coming again. There are many Christians who are not alive to his coming again. There are many Revelation one three. This is a wonderful thought. This is a very good thought. To hear the Lord ringing in our ears. Blessed hope. This hope of glory. He is coming. I am coming. I am coming. It's interesting. Over the two thousand years of church history, that 过去这两千年的教会历史 there have always been people who have heard that voice. 那有这些人听到这些话 and they were sure he was coming soon. 那他们也是确实知道他即将他必快来 Now, although he did not come in their lifetime, 那虽然说在他们的一生主没有来 this was a motivation for them. 这对我们来说是一种原动力 And beyond hearing these words, I am coming. There is also the sense of His coming. As our Lord Jesus talks about the parousia, His coming. We know that this word in Greek, parousia, means the appearings of the Lord. And for a Christian walking on this earth, who is a servant of the Lord. We're encouraged with a sense of His presencing and His coming in our midst. This is the testimony of us as the church. Our testimony of Jesus is that He is upon the throne of our life right now. And that He by His Spirit is in the midst. And present with us right now. Now this is good news. Do you sense him in the midst? Is he near to your heart? Is the blessed hope really blessed for you? This is the first thing we notice. The second thing I want to touch on is this matter of reward. Now you know rewards are mentioned in the Gospels. But especially shown to us in the Book of Revelation. And you notice, of course, in each of the seven churches in these two chapters of Revelation, we find to him that overcomes, and there is a reward. Now the rewards are tremendous. Now these rewards are very large, and they're in every church. In every church, but it's not for the church 
It's for the individual. It's not like there's an overcoming church, but to him who overcomes. Now as a church, we want to encourage everyone to be an overcomer, to, to be a servant of the Lord, to follow him. But that final determination is only known by the Lord himself. To him who overcomes. Now the rewards are great. In each of the seven churches, the rewards are tremendous. But they seem even of greater importance in regard to the millennial kingdom in the last few churches. So let's open our Bibles and look at these rewards in these seven churches. The first is to the church of Ephesus in chapter 2, verse 7. To him who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Now think of that. Man restored to paradise. Man's destiny was to live with God in paradise and eat of the tree of life. This is a tremendous reward. And then in chapter 2, verse 10 and 11, we come to the church in Smyrna. To him who overcomes, I will give you the crown of life. He who overcomes will not be hurt by the second death. You notice there the crown of life. This is our reward. A crown of life. And you will not be hurt by the second death. The overcomer is not touched by the by death. But lives in with this crown. And then in Pergamum in chapter two, verse seventeen. To him who overcomes, to him I'll give some of the hidden manna, and I'll give him a white stone and a new name written on the stone, which no one knows but the one who receives it. And here we see a picture as of the children of Israel walking in the wilderness and they receive the manna from the Lord every day, every day. And it speaks of the priesthood that we will have where we have receive a white stone. I think this has something to do with being a priest before God. And a new name written on it. Even as the priest had the name of God's written upon it. But now in the last four churches, these are the churches that are present today historically and prophetically. That is to say, the church of Thyatira, the church of Sardis, 
Church of Philadelphia and Church of Laodicea are all present on this earth today. 那就是推亚推拉教会、沙里的教会、菲拉铁非教会、还有老尼家教会，是在今日的日子还是存在的。And each one of these churches uh, speaks further and further into the last days.那这些教会就是讲到末后的日子。And <coughs> as they speak of these last days, it speaks more and more of the rewards of the millennial kingdom, which is to come. So in Thyatira, this is what we usually refer to as the principles within Catholicism and Orthodox. But there will be overcomers. And in the verses 26 through 28, it says, He who overcomes and he who keeps my deeds to the end to him I'll give authority over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of the potter are broken to pieces. And I also have received authority, as I also have received authority from my Father, and I will give him the morning star. Now here in the church of Thyatira there will be overcomers. If the Lord should come back today, there are some within the Catholic confession who have overcome. And notice the reward he gives them. They shall rule over the nations. Along with him. You remember in the Gospels, he told his disciples that they would sit on thrones and rule the nations. But these also, these overcomers, will rule the nations. And with great authority, the rod of authority. Even as Jesus has the authority of his Father, so these overcomers will have the authority of Jesus. Now, I don't know if you are planning on ruling in the Millennial Kingdom. But there will be those who are qualified to rule. We know, we know by the Gospels, depending on your faithfulness in this lifetime, you will be given authority in the Millennial Kingdom. Now maybe you say, it's okay, in the Kingdom I'll just be a servant, I'll do whatever everybody says. But your destiny is a son. It's to be more than just a servant. To be a son. To be responsible. To know what the Lord wants. And to cause it to come about. That's our reward. That's our destiny. Maybe you were a very meek sister. You're married and have a bunch of children. Your full-time care is of the children. 
你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的你的
我又要将我神的名和我神的臣民这臣就是天上就是我们神降临的新耶路撒冷并我的新民都写在上面。Now in the millennial kingdom there'll be a place of worship。在千年国会有一个敬拜的地方。As well as a throne for the Messiah。呃，这个宝座，为着为着弥赛亚的这个宝座。And there will be those who will be counted faithful to be pillars in the house of God。那有这些人，他会称为是中心的人，他们就能够成为在在在在神家里面是做柱子的。To be a pillar means to be a person of authority and responsibility。那做柱子的是一个权柄的人，并且是有有权利有权利的人。And the Lord is looking right now。那我们的主现在就在看。For such overcomers，在寻找这些得胜者。To establish His house，能够建立他的家。To be a worshiper in His house，在他的家里面能够成为敬拜者。Even in the millennium。what a wonderful thing to be such a pillar and to have the name of God written on you and the name of the new Jerusalem written on you and even the Lord Jesus name written on you what does that mean? it means you're owned you're possessed you're beloved by our God he delights to write his name upon you these are wonderful rewards. Especially in Philadelphia, where they're going through a difficult time. But then we come to Laodicea. Now this is the church in the last hour. We believe it's the time we live in. Now, in the, in the last days, things get very difficult. And the church is very tempted to compromise and become lukewarm. But there will be overcomers. Thank God, in this age, there will be overcomers. And we look at verse 20 and 21. We see two rewards. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in to him and will dine with him and he with me. He who overcomes, I will grant to sit, I'll grant him to sit down with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with the Father on his throne. 他与我一同坐席，得胜者，我要赐他坐在我宝座与我同坐。就如我得了胜，在我父的宝座上与他同坐一山。Now what's the first reward? 那第一个奖赏是什么呢？ Do you hear his voice? 你听到他的声音吗？ Do you hear him knocking? 你听到他叩门吗？ Will you let him in? 你会让他进来吗？ If you do, 如果你愿意的话， You will dine with him, and he with you. Now surely there's two images that must come into the mind of those in Laodicea reading this. Jesus appears to be on the outside of the church. He's no longer Lord in the church. Something has gone wrong with their lukewarm faith. But who hears him knocking? Who will open the door? The first image is he will recover the real meaning 
of the Lord's table. Now we take the Lord's table every Sunday. We worship Him. We break bread. Take the cup. This could be done in a pretty routine way. But that's not what the Lord desires. Every Sunday when we come, He's knocking on our door. Can I sup with you today? Will you sup with me? Can we have this intimate oneness? You know, when the, when the disciples sat with the Lord at the Last Supper, it was something very intense about that time. Just hours before Jesus' death, what he wants the most is to have intimate fellowship with his disciples. And every time our hearts are recovered to the Lord's table, we have intimate fellowship in our hearts with the Lord as we take the table together. But of course, it's not only the, the immediate image that the Laodicean overcomer must realize. But also the thought that one day I will sit with my Lord right next to him at the feast of the marriage. This is the bride's desire. Now I only recently heard that back in the ancient days, sometimes when the bride and the groom got married and had their wedding feast, it was almost the first time they really got to talk to one another. Now all of you are too romantic for that. I know you all go out on dates and everything like that. But in those days of arranged marriages, the woman took the veil off. And they have a feast, maybe sometimes for several days. And the whole time the bride is going, and he's going, they're having a good talk with one another. But him who overcomes in the millennium feast. You'll truly get to walk with him and talk with him and discover his heart and share your heart. What a wonderful time this will be. But if that's not enough, he says, He who overcomes will sit with me in my throne as I also overcame and sat down in my father's throne. Now we know that the Father and, and the Son sit in a throne together. 
Our brother Maurice preached that to us this morning. The throne of God and of the Lamb. But Jesus' throne here is referring to his millennial throne. And even as Jesus sits in the throne of the Father right now, in his millennial kingdom, we will sit with our Lord in his throne during this kingdom. This is why the servants of God remain faithful. Paul was looking forward to that day. He knew that there was laid up for him rewards if he was faithful. And so we should also really pray the Lord would be merciful to us. In these last days, no one knows more than us except the Lord how difficult it is to be faithful. But the Lord promises great, great reward to those who overcome in these last days. So let us be faithful. Now the last thing I just want to say is that we ought to sing hallelujah when we read the book of Revelation. And we should read say hallelujah because Finally, God will come in Jesus Christ as the judge of all creation. Now we're used to the Lord Jesus being merciful and gracious. But it's clearly stated in the Bible He is coming as a judge. Now are you afraid of a judge? Well, not if you haven't done anything wrong. Not if you're under the precious blood of Jesus. Because you know what a judge brings? He brings either reward or condemnation. Now, down since the beginning of man, the devil has been lying about God. When you talk to a non-Christian today, many people here in the United States, they think God is evil. That He is wicked. Because He condemns people. They have a very distorted view of who God is. Satan has lied. But when Jesus comes as judge, all of those lies will be exposed and removed. Satan himself will be thrown, and it says, even during the thousand years of the millennium, he will not be able to speak his lies upon the earth. The very foundation of this creation is built upon righteousness. Judgment is for the sake of righteousness. So when God comes, He's going to make things right. Now some of you know 
that the righteous are persecuted in these last days. And they suffer for righteousness' sake. But they will be rewarded by the kingdom of heaven. Because it's the just thing to do. Those who are right are rewarded. And those who are unrighteous will be condemned. All creation is waiting for this day. Creation can't be creation. Flora and fauna of this world cannot truly be who they're supposed to be as long as this world is still in the bondage of corruption. But Jesus will come as judge. And if we hunger and thirst after righteousness, this is one of the reasons we're praying for Jesus to come back. We want our God vindicated. We want Jesus worshipped and bowed down to by all. We want to see those who have been persecuted for for righteousness sake reward. And it will all take place. When the judge comes. And he renders judgment upon the earth. So when you read the book of Revelation, now, do you read it and say hallelujah? hallelujah is it good news to you? Jesus is I'm coming quickly. Can you hear his voice? He says, and when I come, my reward is with me. Can you rejoice? There's a blessed hope. And can you know when he comes back, he will judge the earth in righteousness. I'm looking forward to the day when in his millennial kingdom, our lives will be free. Free to be righteous. Free to be holy. Free to be loving. Where the glory of the Lord will cover the earth. Where Jesus' rule will be better than President Trump's. There is no king right now on this earth that can do anything but further corrupt with sin this world. Even good intentions are turned to corruption. But when Jesus comes, righteousness will reign. So the Bible calls him the Son of Righteousness, the S U N of Righteousness. One day there'll be a new dawn. And righteousness will be the atmosphere of our day. Now, 
If the book of Revelation has now become good news to you, 那启示录如果对你来说成为好消息的话 ，I hope that you'll read it again over the next two weeks before our weekend conference. 那实在是希望你能够在我们呃这个周末的聚会来之前，你能够读读两读几遍。Read the good news. 那读这好消息。See for yourself who's on the throne. 你自己来看谁在宝座上。And hear who's coming again. 那来聆听是谁将会来。Let's have a few prayers. 向我们有一些的祷告，向我们离开之前，我们有一些的祷告。Dear Lord, thank you, thank you so much for the good news.